At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare i'm saleya mosin and i've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the united states In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hour two on a football Friday alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN Primetime presented by BetMGM. We got playoff baseball on one television. We got hockey apparently jumping on another TV because Sean King is riding with his lightning. That's right, baby. Back on the boat. And uh, and then we do have college football still to come here uh, with uh, Navy taking on SMU down in Dallas. And still to come tonight, UTSA at the mighty Florida International. Rocking Miami Vice uniforms tonight. Why do you keep saying Ooh, that? Just saying. Like, you're giving them Ooh. more, like, attention than anybody down in Miami. I'm is. trying to give them a little love. They're terrible. Man, Crockett's not getting off they lost a UConn, the sideline like, to come help them tonight. Uh, they need help on the field. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you are so inclined, uh, Princeton is playing Brown tonight, Sean. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. A lot of smart people in that one. Yeah, Princeton laying uh, 22, it looks like. Uh, Kenny White, our good friend, will join us bottom of the hour. We'll get his uh, favorite plays of the college football weekend. Chris Andrews next hour to give us the latest on where the money is coming in and uh, some ticket discrepancies. Always love getting that last-second information. Yeah, we got to get Kenny's daughter, Alex, on, too. Do do. She's, uh, she went 2-0 in hockey Ooh. yesterday. She does sidelines uh, with us for the uh, high school games that we call. So she's been requesting to come on. We got to get her on. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. We will uh, help our people make some money. I know you know you know people. So, um, 
We do have, as we've talked about, a absolutely loaded college football card. We have a loaded NFL card. 125 Pacific, 425 Eastern. The Buffalo Bills visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, Sean, is 7-0-1 ATS as an underdog. Hmm. Kansas City is catching two and a half at home against the Buffalo Bills. It is the highest total on the board, sitting there at 54 this week. How do you see this game playing out? Here at Circa, I'm looking at it right now, it looks like we're inching closer to three. There actually is a three out there in Las Vegas. So it looks like maybe some money coming in on the Buffalo Bills in this spot. Yeah, I would imagine the money probably will be close to 50-50 when this is all said and done. I was going to take whoever the underdog was. I think two very evenly matched teams, especially with some of Buffalo's injuries on defense. So I'm getting points with Patrick Mahomes. How often can you say that at home? So Never. I'm going to take advantage of that. He's been stellar throughout his career in these situations. So um, I'm hoping it's a great game. And Chiefs don't have to win for me to cash a ticket, so that's even better. Yeah, I would imagine if this does hit three across the board, you'll start to see a lot of buyback come in on the Kansas City Chiefs, even though it's a high total, so it's you know not as maybe important to get that key would number. You, would this be a teaser game for you, up to eight and a half for Kansas City? Maybe. Uh, the reason it wouldn't be one of my favorite teaser spots is because it is the highest total on the board. Um, and so your points aren't as valuable as opposed to a, you know, using a, trying to find, you know, a, a New England, for instance. New England up to eight and a half is much more appealing to me at Cleveland because the juice is going to be the same. But you're looking at a total of 43 as opposed to a total of 54. So your points are just much more valuable with New England in a teaser as opposed to Kansas City in a yeah, teaser. Yeah, I may play my first teaser ever this weekend. Really? Yeah, got well, a couple things I like. Oh, okay. New Orleans plus eight and nah, a half? No, nah, nah, I'll let you know. When, mm-hmm. as I'm, I'll put it together in the next break. I think this is a, it is an interesting teaser weekend. Maybe we'll do a segment. Tease now. Tampa down, Kansas City up. Problem is right now, Tampa's at nine and a half. So I got you. So typical, you three, I got yeah. you. So, I mean, there are seven-point teasers. They're higher juice. I wouldn't recommend it. But, um, you know, I think New Orleans up to eight and a half is an intriguing play. Why do I think Tampa was eight and a half? They, they were. Oh, they it's went been up? moving. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. It's, been, it's been moving quite a bit. So, so I don't get locked in on a teaser? I if go, you had earlier in the week, you could have got eight got and a half. And, and Why can't I just pick the number I want from where it opened to where it is now? <laughs> it's not the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we will uh, maybe we'll take a look uh, as Sean is thinking about dabbling in his first ever teaser. Uh, we do have some uh, teasable numbers for sure. And once again, Kansas City, very it's a teasable number. Wouldn't be the one that I would love just because it's a higher total. And if that gets the three, I think Kansas City is certainly look worth a play there. So Kansas City hosting Buffalo. That is in that prime afternoon time slot. And then the primetime game on Saturday night after the snooze fest on, or excuse me, Sunday night, the snooze fest on Thursday, we get what should be mm-hmm. a pretty appealing contest. And we've actually seen money come in on Philadelphia this week. They are now sitting as a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Dallas Cowboys here, Sean, at home on Sunday night. And, you know, we've talked about the Dallas Cowboys a lot and, and what the defense has done. And, you know, obviously, Cooper Rush holding down the fort 
you know, deserves to be commended, but this this feels like a different monster uh, on Sunday night. How do you see this game playing? Yeah, this is one of my favorite NFL plays. I like the Eagles. I just think in this spot, it's a good spot for them. Uh, think they saw what happens when they let their foot off the gas a little bit in the uh, second half of the Cardinals game. Dallas is coming in, I think, feeling really, really good about themselves after what they were able to do to an underachieving Rams team. So I just think with this being the first time that they've played a mobile quarterback who they're really going to have to work on accounting for on passing situations where he can run around and A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith can change direction. You know, Miles Sanders has been exceptional. You know, Philly's good on defense. Dallas has not been explosive on offense, but their defense has been so good they haven't had to be. I think they're going to put Dallas in a situation they haven't encountered this year, which is playing catch-up. Imagine this. I mean, we got the graphic up there for those of you watching with us on VEASAN.com, YouTube TV, wherever you may be tuned in uh, on this Friday afternoon. But the Dallas Cowboys, and I know they scored three points in game one. They are a 4-1 and one football team, and they are averaging 18.5 points per game. Yeah. 18.5 points per game. So this was tweeted out earlier this week and, and retweeted by one of our many uh, Cowboy fans here at VEASAN. Wow, they exist? Femi uh, Abebefe tweeted this out. He's a Cowboy fan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Femi just dropped in my eyes. Power ratings? He's from California or somewhere. Washington. Washington. Yeah, I, come on, man. Oh, I can't wait till I see him. Dallas is second worst in the league at reaching the red zone, fourth worst on third downs. Over the last four weeks, their three and out percentage is 10%, 27%, 46%, and 60%. 71% of the scoring has been by field goals, which is the highest in the NFL. So anyone out there saying that Cooper Rush should keep the job? Yeah, no. It just Wins aren't all created equal. The defense has been the culprit here for the Cowboys' success. And when Dak comes back, I think that's what makes them so dangerous. I don't know if it makes them dangerous. I think it makes them intriguing. Makes them better. I mean, the game they scored three was the game Dak was actually available in there. So it's not like they were on this stretch of But that of was 30. also the best defense that they faced. Yeah, but I'm just saying. It wasn't like they were on this stretch of 30-plus outings, you know, from a point production standpoint. Now, Dak's definitely an upgrade, you know, from Cooper Rush. I'm not saying he's not, but... We'll see. I'm not saying they aren't going to be the, the Super Bowl favorite by the time the season's over. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to anoint them that until they prove it to me. Well, they just need to go ahead and lose this game because I, I could use a little buffer here with my uh, I mean, we, NFC we've East seen ticket. the Cowboys on this railroad track before. Yeah? Yeah, where they're supposed to be the best train available. And that train never, ever, ever actually, actually makes it to its destination. <laughs> um. I was going to say one of the biggest games of the weekend. Last time, I'm going to end it with this. Yeah. Not to cut you off. Last time the Cowboys won a championship, people only went in the shotgun and two-minute offense. It's been a while. Games changed slightly. It's been, uh, yeah. Been what, 30 years? 25 years? Put a couple Cowboy fans in their place. Like, pipe down, pipe down. And you guys have beat the Commanders, the Giants. And a, a terrible Ram, a terrible version of the Rams. I mean, if you want to call Dave Ross out, just use his name. No, it's more, it's more than Dave. <laughs> I know. Well, they, they Cowboy Nation is strong and deep. Uh, they're 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 America's team, and we'll see if they uh, they get it done. Maybe this momentum from uh, the Phillies 
potential win this afternoon, leading six to one in the top of the seventh against the Braves. I took the Braves plus five and a half at plus one thirty four. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. It's six yeah, one right get a now. Money line, so. I told you to take find yeah. a uh, an in game uh, line there. Alvarado just threw his slowest pitch since he's been in. It was ninety nine. <laughs> he's throwing gas. Um, Minnesota Miami. Skylar Thompson is going to be the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Do they have enough weapons to take down Minnesota? They're a three point home underdog, Sean. You know, this is an interesting game for me because I don't think Minnesota has a very good pass rush, and they are very, very, very unathletic at the linebacker position. So what concerns me is once Miami and Mike McDaniel go to their screen package with speed guys like Mostert, Jalen Waddle, and, of course, Tyreek Hill, can Minnesota tackle these guys? I mean, did you see Justin Fields running away from the Vikings linebackers? I mean, they couldn't they couldn't get him on the ground. I mean, they couldn't tackle Herbert. Herbert got ran down last night by D lineman from the Commanders. So, you know, I just don't trust Minnesota's defense in this situation. Um, so I'm gonna just watch it and root for Skyler. I mean, shouldn't you root for Skyler Thompson? Sure, why not? I've got a preseason Kansas State to win the Big 12 ticket, so that's that's enough for me. That's some mojo that that's right. you need. Skyler Thompson, former Kansas State quarterback. Hey, what could go wrong? Well, there is a big game in the Big 12 between Oklahoma State and, uh, and TCU. We'll take a look at the biggest games of the college football weekend next. Kenny White in 15 minutes. Come on back. VEASAN primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're a college football better, VSIN, that's V S I N, has a new podcast that is a must listen. The VSIN College Football Betting Podcast releases three episodes every week to fully prepare you as a better. We have the best analysts in the Business. I mean, Tim Murray, Matt Newmans, Adam Burke, and Jonathan Von Tobel all excellent at what they do. They react to lines as soon as they are released, cover midweek games, discuss line movement, and give a betting breakdown for every major game on Saturdays. Download and subscribe to VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts. It is VEASAN primetime here on VEASAN, presented by BetMGM. That gentleman right there, Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Bottom of the seventh in Philadelphia. The Phillies leading the Braves 6-1. to one. We've got college football coming up in just a little bit. Sean is riding with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I am. This evening on the puck line, correct? Yes. All right. Uh, who are they playing tonight? What could go wrong? They're playing the Columbus Blue Jackets. All right. Go uh, go, Puckstradamus. Oh, I'm excited. I'm fired up. We'll see if that's warranted or not here shortly. And by the way, if you're wondering, the Circa Sports patches in regular season games, 1-0. I got some compliments from some guys that have season tickets there at my uh, cigar lounge. They said they looked really nice. Yeah. 1-0. one nothing win last Two night. 2-0 for the Golden Knights overall. Yeah. Um, by the way, Sean, on the puck line right now, your Tampa Bay Lightning uh, looks like plus 135. What could could go wrong? Hey, let's go bring it home. Uh, We do have a football game coming up just a moment. Uh, Navy and SMU, your latest line, the mids are catching 12.5 on the road at SMU. Rest advantage for the ponies. I, I haven't fired in yet. Lean towards SMU, or sorry, Navy. The reason is, and you played against or coached against Navy. And SMU. Let me ask you this, Sean. Rhett Lashley is a first-year head coach. Mm-hmm. Preparing for the triple option is a challenge. Mm-hmm. How do you, as a first-year head coach, knowing that you had to prepare for it when you were at USF, how challenging is that week? And, and can you find yourself behind and 
I just, I'll leave it at this. I've done a terrible job asking this question. How do you prepare for the triple option in a week? Uh, so what we did was in our spring football, we dedicated a couple periods a week to preparing for Navy. In our preseason training camp, we dedicated a couple periods a week preparing for Navy. So that way when we got to the week that we played Navy, it wasn't something brand new to our players. It was something that they had seen already twice in spring training and preseason training camp. So hopefully it gave them a better opportunity to be successful. The deal with Navy is, and I'm going to live bet this game, I'm not going to bet it before it starts, is the play of their quarterback. When they've been really good, it's because they've had really, really, really good players at quarterback that are athletic, hard to tackle in space, and throw the ball well enough to take advantage of you when you're unsound. So uh, their quarterback this year is getting better. Mm -hmm. I want to see how he plays tonight. I want to see if it looks like SMU has any chance to defend the option. But also on the flip side, I want to see what does Navy look like in space. Does it look like they're going to be able to tackle the SMU pass catchers? And I'll know that after the first series, series and a half of the game. Yeah, uh, one thing to uh, to keep an eye on here is Navy is north of 100 in passing defense, and that's always kind of an issue, right? Because I remember being on the Navy broadcast one year when Quentin Flowers, you were on the sidelines for that game. Yeah, we had a lot of success. It was like 42 to 7 at halftime, and when you just have... You called that game. I, I was the studio host for that oh, Okay, game. I got you. Yeah. I, was, I was sitting back there cutting highlights of uh, now, touchdown. I, I will tell you this. USF. We had NFL guys everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, that was Marlon Mack and Dearness Johnson at running back. That was Marquez Valdez Scantlin, Rodney Adams, Mitchell Wilcox. Uh, all of those guys are currently on NFL rosters. Yeah, that was uh, that was. <laughs> I think that was a was that a, I think that was a Thursday night game. Yeah, and so you and USF. I don't think put it on. Rhett Lashley and the and the Stangs from down at SMU are dealing with that level of talent. But, but they do have some good players. But Rasheed Rice is a guy to He's keep good. an eye on. Uh, he has had four. 100-plus-yard receiving nights. Britain just saw that uh, one shop in, in Las Vegas had, what was his passing, uh, 122? I would take the over. It seems high. For Navy? Uh, no, for Rasheed Rice. Oh. Over on 122.5 receiving yards for Rasheed Rice. Navy's defense is allowing, let me see right here, get the exact number, 262 yards per game through the air. So I don't know if they could really slow down uh, Rasheed Rice. Their passer rating that they're allowing is 121st in the country. So certainly they struggle there. I think this has the potential of being a high-scoring game, but ultimately I would imagine, Sean, that Kenny Amatololo is going to want to control the ball like they always do as long as possible. So that would be my hesitation about playing it over here. But I think Navy's secondary is their biggest crutch and probably why I won't play this game because I do think the possibility of SMU lighting them up through the air is is likely. It is. Um, again, it's going to depend on how SMU defends the option on when they're on defense. I mean, SMU doesn't have a lockdown, shutdown defense by any imagination. Mm -hmm. Maryland went up and down the field. UCF still hadn't stopped scoring in the second half. So... I mean, we'll see. That's why I'm going to wait. A VEASAN pro tip, a lot of times you gain more information after a game starts than you have before it starts, and you can always bet your opinion and sometimes bet it really strongly after the game starts. So there was if you thought Memphis was aside, mm -hmm. 
and it's a 7-3 Navy SMU. game. I mean, if you thought SMU was a side, yeah. and Navy's up 7-3, but you still feel like you get a better number than 12. Yeah. Uh, there was there was a there was a game. It started the COVID year. It was, I think, a Monday nighter. BYU went to Annapolis, mm-hmm. and that was the perfect game for live betting <laughs> because you immediately knew this Navy team has no shot, and they're going to get pummeled. And they lost 55-3. to Yeah. It, some of those games you just watch, and you're like, whoa, these two teams, and, and the in-game number can't catch up long enough. So we'll see what happens. No bet for me. Uh, my, my hesitation for playing Navy, even though they played well last week, their best game of the year, beating Tulsa 53-21 as a six-point underdog. I just feel like this spot, yeah, I don't know. Um, it almost feels like... Uh, I don't want to say sell high because they're two and three, mm-hmm. but it almost feels like that because what did we see last week? Now they're catching points, double digits. So we'll see how it plays out. Maybe, as Sean said, maybe it is a, a good in-game spot. We're going to talk to Kenny White, get his best college football My plays guy. here in less than 10 minutes. Uh, real quickly, we've hit on a bunch of these games. One game that we haven't touched on yet, Oklahoma State and TCU. A um, couple numbers here about Oak State and Mike Gundy, who once again, Ron Rivera channeling his his inner Mike Gundy last night defending his quarterback. As he should. Ron Rivera just left out the part, and it makes me want to puke. Left that part out, which is my favorite part of the I'm a man, I'm 40 brand. Mike Gundy, as an underdog since 2016, 16 and 4 ATS. Mm hmm. 12-2 12-2 and two ATS as an underdog since 2018 against ranked teams since 2018. The Pokes, 15-4-1 ATS, Sean. I do like TCU. The number has moved in their direction. It was 3.5. Now it's up to 4. I am curious, though. TCU has played some big games, right? Emotional game two weeks ago where they hammered Oklahoma. Then they go on the road and they beat Kansas, where college game day was. Now you come back home, you're facing a physical Oklahoma State team. I do think Oklahoma State is a, a bit overrated for where they're ranked in the AP poll. I, I said on the College Football Betting Podcast, I put TCU in a money line parlay. Uh, I do think they win this game, but you know those trends for Mike Gundy, they're there for a reason. So I, I, I yeah. like the over. Okay. When you normally think of Oklahoma State, especially recently, I know it used to be quarterback you and you know high-powered offense, but they've been really good on defense the last couple of years. That defensive coordinator is now at Ohio State. Yep, they've been giving up points this year. Max and Dugan's yards. unbelievable. Spencer um, Sanders Sanders is unbelievable over at uh, Oklahoma State. I like the over. I I think this game ends up getting in in, in the high thirties. You know, possibly one team getting in the, in the mid forties. So there's gonna be a lot of points scored in this game. Um, sorry, I'm trying to see who Joey Galloway's uh, lock. <laughs> yeah. Did he just did he just lock up Kansas? I think he did. All right, I, I think he locked up Kansas. He's due re- for regression. Um, I wanted to point something out, Oklahoma State. To your point, and you're absolutely right. Jim Knowles gone. He goes to Ohio State, and this is a defense. I think about 527 yards last week, Sean, to a third string quarterback, a freshman. And uh, the kid Morton making his first career start on the road. Yeah. So yeah, and when you look at TCU's offense, the ability to put up those those gaudy numbers—668 total yards against Oklahoma two weeks ago. 
yeah, I think this is uh, a spot. Wouldn't disagree with the uh, the over there. And can Oklahoma State keep up with the Horn Frogs? How you do that thing? What do they do there? They do this? <laughs> do this thing? You better not get it wrong. Kenny White. What are his favorite plays? You want to stick around for that on the other side? It is V Sin Prime Time. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NASCAR playoffs are in full swing, and it's time to see all of your favorite drivers in fabulous Las Vegas. The South Point 400 is this weekend, October 14th through 16th, at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. VEASAN's own Brent Musburger will be the Grand Marshal of the race, and he will also broadcast from the track Sunday morning on Brent Musburger's countdown to kickoff. The South Point ha also has room and ticket packages available. For more information, head to southpointcasino.com. It is VEASAN primetime, presented by BetMGM. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Kickoff in just moments down there in Dallas, Texas. Andre Ware, former yeah. Heisman Trophy Looking winner. Looking sharp tonight with the dark tones. Yeah, he's got the tinted glasses on. He always wears those. Does he? Yeah, I think they're actually prescription. I would imagine they are prescription. Yeah. I don't know if his future was so bright he needed to wear shades. <laughs> hey, man, listen. Sometimes you just got to understand and know. <laughs> I wish I could go back in time and bet on some Andre Ware uh, games there at Houston. But we can't. But we can bet on games right now. And that's why we bring in Kenny White at KYD Vegas on Twitter. You know him, you love him. And he works with Sean on uh, Thursday nights. Yeah, man, he does a great job. And I mentioned earlier, we got to get Alex, his daughter, on. Absolutely. Uh, she went 2 0 in hockey yesterday. So make sure we get Alex on the show sometime <laughs> soon, Kenny. Well, you can follow Kenny on Twitter at KYD Vegas. He joins us each and every Friday at 7 30 Eastern, 4 30 Pacific, and gives us his best best for college football. You know what I need in my life, Kenny? I need some action. So let's go to some action. We got Kent State. We got Toledo. It's number one on the card based off rotation. 117-118. We got a total of 62, and we got the Rockets laying eight at home at the Glass Bowl. What do your numbers say about this showdown? Well, thanks for having me on the show, guys. Uh, this, yeah, Max, and I thought you were saying you needed winners. We, well, it doesn't I need really that too. Come some, yeah, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what conference, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. But, but we'll do some action. I, I think this one should be a fun one to watch. This total's come way down. Um, Kent State and Toledo, I went over in this game. I went over 61. I opened, I think, 69 and bet it down. Kent State's offense is called the flash fast offense, and that's Sean Lewis loves to go up tempo. Uh, you know, he's played three big road games this year at Georgia, at Oklahoma, at Washington. And that's kind of distorted some of their stats. And uh, I think their quarterback's done a nice job, even playing that type of schedule, throwing for 9.1 yards a pass, eight touchdowns, three interceptions this year, Colin Schurler. So I Kent State will put points on the board. Toledo averaging 36 a game. Daquan Finn, a dual threat guy uh, who can throw it and run it. And they play fast as well. So it's two teams that want to go up tempo that both have shown uh, adjusted yardage, offensive yardage above average. And Kent State's offense has been, uh, their defense has been below average. So yeah, my total here in this game was 70. I thought it was right on what the Circa made it at 69. Uh, but you know what? Betters thought this game's going to be low scoring. 
I think they're thinking Kent's a lower-scoring football team because of the conference they played. They have missed going over in two games, one by a half point, one by five points. Toledo also missed going over a game by a half a point. So both their over and under numbers could actually look a little bit better just by one more score. You're going to get that extra score in this game. Talking once again to Kenny White. All right, let's head to the American Athletic Conference. A game about to kick off is in the AAC, SMU, the best and conference Navy. In football. It's Power Six, right? P six. Two lanes there, so that is true. The two lane, hey, the, the Sean King Bowl this That's weekend, right, USF and two lane. Uh, but this is not where Kenny's going. He's going to Greenville. He's going to stop at Sup Dogs, and then he's going to go bet this game. Seven thirty Eastern kickoff down there in Greenville. We got Memphis taking on the ECU Pirates. ECU Kenny laying six. At home. Yeah, I'm going to take the dog. I'll, I'll take the Memphis Tigers. They're off a tough loss to Houston, 33-32 last week. They, they had a big lead in the game and, and gave it up in the fourth quarter. But revenge factor in this game. They lost 30-29 last year at home to East Carolina. I think it's going to be that type of game again. I think it's going to be a close battle. Seth Hennigan's having a very good year for Memphis. 64% completion, 7.7 yards a pass. 10 touchdowns, one interception this year. Uh, Mike Silverfield's team is good. They're solid. I think this will be a battle um, right down to the wire. And again, uh, East Carolina lost. Tulane beat him up. Love Willie Fritz and Tulane, Sean. They, guy, that guy can coach football. He's one of my favorite coaches, and he's got athletes. He knows how to recruit, and he knows how to teach football. Um, mate, uh, East Carolina lost to Tulane last week by 15. They lost two weeks prior to that at home to Navy by three as a big favorite. So they're just not playing up to par right now, I don't think. I think this is going to be a Memphis football game. Kenny, let's go to a spot where last week, if you just followed interim coaches, you not only went 4-0 against the spread, you went 4-0 straight up. The one team that did not play was Colorado. Mike Sanford taking over for the fired Carl Durrell. And Colorado is uh, laying, or catching, I should say, 15 at home. They've been horrendous, but I don't know how you lay that many, or if you're California, if you're laying that many points. So uh, both these teams coming off buys, but you got the interim bump here maybe? What are you doing here with Colorado and Cal? Yeah, I think you got the interim bump. You also got, you know, buy low here with Colorado because you're getting so many points that you wouldn't have gotten at the beginning of the year. This would have been the first game of the year. Um, California's three and a half, four-point favorite at Colorado. That's it. Uh, now I think with the new coach, uh, you know, it's a breath of fresh air. I don't know who's going to start at quarterback, Owen McCown, Shroud, or Lewis. Doesn't really matter. They're all about the same. They've all struggled this year. I guess McCown has played a little bit better than the other two guys. But um, I, I think it's just maybe Darrell being out. Uh, the players maybe play free and easy. They've got better talent than, than what the record shows. A far underachieving football team. So we're getting the benefit of the doubt with this many points. And Justin Wilcox has covered less than 50% of his games on the road the last three years. So I'll take Colorado here plus the points. Yeah, this is, uh, I don't know if Colorado, I don't really want them to get a win, even though I'm feeling pretty good about under three and a half here. But we'll we'll uh, we'll see if they can keep it close. So we're staying in the Pac-12, Kenny, and we're going to uh, Corvallis, a battle of Oregon State and Washington State. The Beavers lay in three at home against Wazoo. Oregon State getting the miracle win last week against Stanford. Wazoo coming off a loss uh, to USC. This will be a uh, an evening kickoff there in Corvallis. Uh, rotation number 171 to 172. Uh, how do you handicap Oregon State, Washington State? This should be a really good football game. Two coaches I like. Jake Diker just started you know, this year. He got the job, and he's a defensive coordinator. Um, but Jonathan Smith, 
Uh, I think he's one of the bright um, upcoming coaches in college football. Uh, does a tremendous job. Nolan Chancellor, starting quarterback, or Chance Nolan, um, junior college transfer from a couple of years ago, out once again this weekend. But on the year, he's had more INTs than, than touchdowns. Uh, ben Gobrinson stepped in last week as a freshman and did a great job, 20-29 versus Stanford. Two touchdowns, no interceptions, threw for 250 yards, almost eight, uh, over nine yards a pass. So I, I like where this Oregon State team is. They got a little bit of revenge. Uh, lost last year 31-24. I don't add that in because they did lose on the road. They're playing at home now. But I made this game seven and a half. I think it's Jonathan Smith and Oregon State. Talking once again to Kenny White. All right, Kenny, let's get to your best bet of the weekend. And it is going to be out of Austin, Texas. One of my best bets of the weekend. I wrote it up on vsin.com is out of Austin, Texas. But good news, we're not going head-to-head, thankfully here. <laughs> and I actually think your handicap uh, plays into, hopefully, uh, my best bets. So you have Iowa State visiting Texas. Total right now sitting at a, I believe, 49 with a, a point spread of 16. So what do your numbers say about Iowa State visiting Texas? So, Tim, I'm guessing your best bet is you, you like the Cyclones plus the points here. That is correct. A Texas letdown after a big win over Oklahoma. Bingo. Um, I, I like under in this football game. Iowa State's offense ranked 115th in the country and adjusted yards per play, uh, but they're in the top 25 defensively. They allow 13.7 points per game. We saw Texas' defense last week shut out Oklahoma. That defense is for real. They're allowing just 17 points per game up against a weak offense like Iowa State. Uh, should be a tough battle. I hope you cover your point spread because, yeah, if it's very low scoring, I know Iowa State's got a good chance to cover. But, yeah, I, I thought this total was amazing. I did go under 54 and a half when it came out at Circa, mm-hmm. uh, down to 49. I still have a six-point cushion in this football game, and I, I still think it could go under my number of 43. Yeah, let's just hope this game is like 21. I'll take 20 to 10. 21 to 10. Yeah, that I'll works for me. To 21 to 6. That'd yeah. be a little bit of a sweat, but uh, I could see that happening. And Kenny's been hot. He gave us Bowling Green over Mississippi State game. It flew over. Bingo. He gave us Kansas plus three. Iowa State, they won outright. Should have won last week. Western Kentucky had every opportunity to cover in that game. I kind of was disappointed in how they finished it. But, I mean, you've been hot. Stay hot, Kenny. You are the best. Iowa State under. See, now I can put points and total together. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. related parlay. I, yeah. I'm more about working as a team. I don't like this whole head-to-head thing, Kenny, that we had going on the last couple weeks. I like it. We're working together here. Kenny, have yourself a winning weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. There he is. Kenny White. We'll get to our confidence picks coming up in uh, five minutes. By the way, the first play of the game, Rhett Rice went for like 70. He did, but he got caught. <laughs> and then they did nothing after. But what I what did I say? Over 122 and a half, I believe, was the uh, prop. Off to a good start. We'll keep you updated on SMU and Navy. And once again, our plays of the weekend coming up next right here on VSIN Primetime.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward Points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. 
BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage. BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. We're keeping an eye on SMU and Navy as uh, the Ponies unable to score in the red zone. So they'll be kicking a field goal here. Uh, Sean's Lightning have tied it up against the Blue Jackets. They have. So we like to see. I will have something for you in-game-wise, SMU-Navy, after I see what SMU looks like on defense. I'll say this real quickly about Navy. Uh, we saw Rhett Rice go for 50, 60 yards on the first play of the game. Mm-hmm. Navy's red zone defense this year has been top-notch. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It's crazy that you said that. My exact words were going to be, I think this is a game is going to have a lot of yards and a lot of points. Yeah. So I'm going to look at the in-game total, too, because pre-flop it was 50-something, right? Uh, 58, 58 yeah. and a half. But I just got to see what... SMU looks like on defense before I give you a side, but I have something for you shortly. All right. Uh, real quickly, I want to give uh, a shout-out to uh, my neighbors, my old neighbors. Yeah, man. Uh, shout-out. Got the got the fire pit going there on Stanford Court in uh, Arnold, Maryland, and uh, shouts to my uh, my crew, my old crew there in uh, in Arnold, Maryland. Appreciate so, you, le- you guys letting us borrow, you know, the ginger genius. <laughs> if you don't know, I had changed his name from Tim Murray. You know, something interesting about Stan- Stanford Court, I just looked it up. Yeah. Only community in the country that has two gates. <laughs> After you get by a guarded gate, you then have to go through another gate that uh, goes by license plate only. Yeah, we have guys with uh, like those big uh, swords. In Nothing front. wrong with living in one and then growing up in one of those elitist communities. I like it, man. <laughs> I didn't grow up. I purchased a home there. So. Ooh, that's even more. Yeah, see? There you go. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Well, hopefully we're going to be making those dollars this weekend. Let's get to our confidence picks. If you're new to the program, this is how it works. Each and every week, we pick five games, two NFL, two college, and one wild card. We have 15 points to work with. You uh, you spread that out however you please, whether you want to be 5-5, five, five, uh, two, two, one, threes across the board. And then we do have an added wrinkle. An underdog of seven points or more that you think has a chance to win outright. If they win outright, you get five points. If they cover, you get one. It's essentially a free roll. If they lose and do not cover, zero points. You don't lose anything. So let's get to it, Sean King. By the way, if you're wondering standings-wise, me and Sean, dead even. 10 to 10 after five weeks. Mr. King, the floor is yours. Pick away. Uh, I think BYU is a good football team, but I don't think they're capable of beating SEC caliber teams. Uh, since 1990, BYU is 1-8 versus the SEC versus the spread. This game open Arkansas. It was, what, three-point dog? I think you can st- Yeah, this was a leer. Yeah, it, it bounced all over. Back it, it went, you know, it went. It was BYU three, then it was Arkansas two, yeah. then it was pick, and, yeah, it's kind of been all over the place. Yeah, so I'm going with Arkansas. K.J. Jefferson's supposed to play. I just think they're too big, too fast, too much for this BYU team. All right, so that is uh, one of your plays. My top play – uh, I'm I'm embracing the stink here. Uh, Oklahoma laying eight. Uh, I know the discussion all week. It has been one of the most popular sides, the Jayhawks. That is, if not now, when for Brent Venables and company, and maybe never. And maybe this is a spot where they lose again, and Brent Venables is on the hot seat. But I think this is a buy low spot on Oklahoma. 
Yes, Kansas has covered four of the last five games against Oklahoma. Well, if you look at those point spreads the last five years, 38, 38, 33, 34, 39. This weekend, they're laying or catching eight. I do think Oklahoma has the better players. Dylan Gabriel uh, uh, is back. Uh, we know that Jalen Daniels is out. And uh, I'm going to go anti-public here. Give me the Sooners in a get-right spot. I'll put four points on the Sooners this week. Uh, and I wrote it up for VEASAN.com as well. Uh, my second play is taking Iowa State plus the points. We've heard at nauseum this is a rough scheduling spot for Texas after their Red River rivalry, rivalry versus Oklahoma. But something that really solidified this game for me, Matt Campbell, 10-1 and against the spread as a double-digit conference dog. Go Iowa State Cyclones. Mm, great minds think alike. We'll get to that. A little bit later here on that for me. Uh, I go to the NFL here. Uh, I got three three-point plays, and I will go with Indianapolis. Indianapolis, there is still a two out there, mostly two and a halfs. I purchased the two uh, at uh, at Caesars on the way into work. Trusting in, uh, Matt Ryan and company is uh, is never fun, but I do think this is a spot where maybe the, uh, the light was a little too bright on Jacksonville. Both Sean and I had a survivor entry eliminated because of the Jags, and at home, the Colts, they're 0-1, and uh, they've already lost to the Jags this year, right? They got shut out against the Jags, 24 to nothing. yet they're a favorite here. I will take the Colts under a field goal, laying the two against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I'm actually going Minnesota. This is a tale of one team getting healthy, the other team not being very healthy. Illinois is going to be without their starting quarterback. Minnesota's getting their starting running back back. I love uh, Taylor, the quarterback there at Minnesota, to be able to put up some points. I know Illinois is much improved on the Brett Bielema hat tip to the Illini program, but even Brad Evans himself, the biggest Illinois fan in the world, likes Minnesota in this game, so I'm riding with him. I'm with uh, with you. I didn't lay the points that took them in a money line parlay, but I do think Minnesota with Ibrahim coming back uh, DeVito's out, is, right? uh, is big. And yeah, Art Sitkowski, uh, I'm sure he's a fine young man. Yeah, uh, Not very good at playing the quarterback Coming out of position. high school, he was like the top player in the country. He really? like, committed to Miami and then ended up at Rutgers. By the way, uh, I think I'm going to take uh, Navy in this game. <laughs> just, I know we're doing our confidence. I, t- I tell you, man, they're they're starting to figure it out offensively here. And when you have a quarterback and Ty Lavatai is a guy that – if he can run the system, as you alluded to, they can be dangerous. And uh, they start to they seem to be figuring out a little bit. All right, I'll keep it rolling. Um, I said this last week about the Notre Dame-BYU game. When the hook stays on a three and a half, and it seems so good to be true, sometimes it is. And I think that's the case this week. Now, I do have Utah on the money line, uh, but I do think three and a half is, is worth a play here. I love this spot for Utah coming off a loss. It's a buy-low opportunity on the Utes. And uh, USC, look, there's some to be desired there. Their offense has not been humming. Only 369 yards last week against Washington State. On the road at Oregon State, 357. They were fortunate to win that game. Cam Rising, outside of the interception in the end zone against Florida, doesn't really turn the ball over all that much. It's going to be an incredibly emotionally charged game as they honor their two uh, teammates that that were – that passed away last year tragically. So I think this is a a, a electric environment at Rice Eccles. I will uh, I will lay the three and a half with Utah against the Trojans and hand USC their first loss of the year. All right, this is my woodshed, woodshed NFL play of the week. I like Philly at home. Cowboys are riding high, feeling really good about themselves. 
that is the needle that just went into that balloon because some of that hot air is going to be let out. First time they played an athletic dual threat quarterback in Jalen Hurts. I think this Eagles team is extremely talented. They win and cover versus America's team. All right, I'm going to go another uh, bigger spread. I'm not playing a lot of favorites. I don't really love this, but I'm laying it with the Ravens. I, I think this is a spot where maybe it's a sell high on the Giants. And I know Baltimore gets that win, did not cover against Cincinnati. And I think they go into MetLife Stadium and they take care of business. I will lay the five and a half with Baltimore. The Giants, congratulations on the four and one start. Well done winning last week against the Packers over in London. But I believe... The Ravens go up to New Jersey, take care of business, improve to four and two, and win this game by more than a touchdown. I'll lay the five and a half with the Ravens. Three confidence points on that one. All right, my next play is really easy. It was going to be Josh Allen or it was going to be Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. I was taking whichever quarterback I was getting points with. So it ended up being Patrick Mahomes, and he's at home. Give me that every day of the week. All right, another game that I wrote up for the website. Sean is on it as well. We just heard from Kenny White. He likes the under in this game, which usually means it is a promising situation for a team catching north of two touchdowns. Give me the 16 with Iowa State. On the road at Texas, it is a letdown spot for Texas, even a sandwich spot as Texas plays Oklahoma State next week. Give me Iowa State. By the way, Matt Campbell, as a double-digit underdog at Iowa State, 9-2 and two against this spread. Give me the Cyclones catching 16. Hey, really quick, my upset special of the week is the Penn State Nittly Lions outright. Jim Harbaugh in his college football career, 2-11 and 11 against undefeated opponents. Matter of fact, 0-9. In his last nine against the spread. Let's go Nittany Lions. And Sean, before we hit a break, who did Duke lose to in the final four? Kansas. No. North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. I'm sorry. They get revenge on the football field. Blue Devils outright against the Tar Heels on in Durham on Saturday night. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.